I'm delighted to welcome today Dr. Monica Gostich, who is a nutritionist and a scientist. Let's welcome to um, the podcast, Monica. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Really, really happy to be here. Fantastic. And where are you speaking from? I am in Aberdeen, Scotland. Oh, okay. And I'm in the Algarve, Portugal. So you're at the top of England and I'm at the bottom of <laughs> Portugal. <laughs> there you go. Isn't the tech wonderful? Marvellous. So um, you mentioned um, um, when we, we sent the bio and details over, you're, you're a scientist. Is that what your doctorship is in? What, 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 what field of science are you qualified in? That is such a complex question for me to answer. So um, I've actually have a background in multiple biological sciences, starting from microbiology to cancer research, to viruses, uh, medical sciences as well, and uh, normal biology. So you've named it, I've done it, really. Wow. <laughs> amazing. And I imagine that would have stood you in either complete confusion or total clarity <laughs> with the last three years, what nonsense has been going on? What's, what's your view on uh, um, how, how the, the world is coping with uh, diseases today and viruses and so on? Well, one thing is science and the other thing is politics. So ah, I don't really like point. to discuss these two things because they do not go hand in hand. Unfortunately, the way the science was communicated to the wider audience was completely wrong. Um, therefore, people have lost a lot of trust in science, which saddens me because science is all around us and it's an ever evolving subject. Uh, you don't know what you don't know. But what we do know, we are trying to test over and over again to make sure that our ideas become facts and we can run with that so that we introduce more good than harm. Mm, and that's that's a very good um, response to my um, to my question. So when we have the facts, though, um, sometimes they don't and they're not, not even real facts because you have research studies done by one person or one team. They come out with findings. Then we have another team come out with sometimes completely opposite. So how is the member? How is the public meant to to deal with this? I mean, some, sometimes um, they'll say, "Oh, have have zinc uh, or have magnesium or whatever." And then another report will say, "No, no, no, stay away from those." Well, that is a fantastic topic to discuss with general public. And this is basically why I also do my business as a nutrition coach is to bring the science of how body works and how you can heal yourself through nutrition and lifestyle changes and do it the way that is right for you. And that is a very confusing subject just because, as you said, there's so many different people who have done studies on different things and came up with different outcomes. Now, normal people usually don't know how to extrapolate the scientific studies, but when you have gone through several decades of scientific you know, conditioning and teaching and research and all of that, like I have, I am older than I look like, mm -hmm. and then you learn how to analyze the way that these studies have been done, their methodology, what they've actually done. You know, some studies have been done on mice. Just because that holds true in mice does not mean that it holds true in human beings. Mm -hmm. Or certain studies have been done on patients 
on children, epileptic children. This is how keto diet became famous. That does not mean that it holds true for a healthy individual. You know, um, low carb keto diets, magnesium, all of these things have been conducted on a small sample of individuals. So that holds true for that specific sample, but it might not necessarily hold true for you. So what you need to be careful of is not to just believe everything that is out there, but actually figure out what is out, what is right for you. And that's what where I say my famous sentence every single time. Nutrition is so unique. Your microbiome is more unique than your fingerprint and you cannot blueprint nutrition. Mm, very, very well put. Um, and that's why I do testing with, with my clients because um, I come across so many nutritionists who don't have the background that you have. And I, I, I certainly don't have the background you have and I can't even pretend to. And I don't have a medical training, but I do have lots of training in other areas and lots of fields. But at the end of the day, even though we might know what somebody needs, it's their body that's the boss, isn't it? And that's why I believe in testing so that then, then they can see what their body is actually doing. So the scientific uh, data comes through from the laboratories so I'm very much with you on that it's so important everybody is completely completely unique so where did you do your training Monica? Uh, well I've done several trainings so my most of my knowledge stems from science and from my um, education in bachelor's of science master science PhD and then as I went further on doing a postgraduate degree in cancer research and discovering gut cancer and how nutrition impacts the gut cancer and how all this works together. Uh, I've also done online courses for nutrition just to see what is out there and I went to see what uh, trainings various courses offer and I've noticed that quite a lot of them for nutritionists and dietitians are quite outdated. So mm -hmm. um, I kind of made it my own task here to go out there and educate people on the importance of following the latest science, the things that now we know is true, not what we used to think is true. Yes. Things have changed. And I'm a big believer of personalized nutrition, personalized advice and going beyond just counting calories and beyond just figuring out macros and giving people macronutrient ratios and thinking that that's good enough. Mm, absolutely you've got an interesting accent i'm picking up the the scottish <laughs> accent there but what, what, what's your first language oh that's quite a story <laughs> um so i've been in scotland for the past 10 years hence why probably i have a, a wee bit of a scottish accent um but before i moved here i lived in germany for three years however originally i am from a tiny tiny country called slovenia which is usually mistaken for Slovakia, which is not us. So we're a really small 2 million people country next to Italy, Croatia and Austria, right there in sub-Mediterranean, gorgeous weather, four seasons, delicious food. And then I moved to Scotland. <laughs> ah, okay. My, I actually do know of the country. I, I, did, I had a boyfriend 100 years ago who was from Slovenia. And um, show me stories and show me pictures. It's delightful. But I didn't know it was that small. Two million. That's that's mad. There's more than that yes. in London. Well, in one borough in London. Some, some yes. Areas. So you probably have, you know, you can say that you have a very unique friendship because you've met one of the two million people. 
Yes. <laughs> well, I've met two now, haven't I, with you? There you go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and you both have master's degrees. How interesting. Well, well, hey-ho. So We are quite a highly educated um, population, to be honest. We've got very good education in our country. It's just that it's too small to actually remain in it and create yes. something for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I hear you. So when you, when you have a client, then what's, where, where do you start? Well, every client for me is unique. So I need to hear what is troubling them. Uh, first of all, what I always do is I ask them to come to a discovery call people before they become clients so that I can see whether I can actually help them. There's certain yeah. things that I just cannot help with anymore. There are certain things that are way too far. I think it's worth mentioning that I actually specialize in chronic conditions. So, it, you know, working with nutrition is just such a wide field that you could do everything, anything, it depends on what a person wants. But I decided due to my knowledge and the privilege of that knowledge that I have to focus on helping people with chronic conditions such as fibromyalgia, arthritis, MS, psoriasis, uh, to really improve the quality of their life as much as possible through nutrition and lifestyle changes. Um, because changing that together with the medication needed is the best way forward to recovery or at least to management of symptoms and improvement of the quality of life. So we start with a discovery call and if we, we identify that I actually can help you, then I will suggest one of my programs and the most frequent one that people choose is my membership. And in my membership, I work, it, it's kind of a unique process really, because it is a group coaching yet individualized, if that makes sense. Now, I don't want to give away too much. It's my proprietary blend of working. However, it's a beautiful mix of a person coming into supportive environment, into the group of people with the same kind of experiences. You know, they all have a chronic condition or several. So they understand the journey, they can empathize, they can really support each other as a group as well. Um, this journey sometimes can be really lonely. Having a chronic condition can be so lonely and painful. And a lot of times people around you don't really understand. So when you do join my membership, you get surrounded with people who do understand, who are on that journey with you. So I offer group coaching which is really good because everyone's bouncing off each other and they're learning together. And then on top of that, when I provide feedback for them, feedback on their food diaries and feedback on their daily routine, that is highly individualized and is tailored for the person that has submitted their um, stats or whatever. So it is a group coaching but personalized and individualized so a person can get their own feedback there and they can implement immediately on the spot for the next day to make a better change now because i stem i base all my coaching on microbiome studies my clients get basically like university level kind of feedback as well and I'm really, really big on implementation. So it's not just, here's a meal plan, do this. 
It is, okay, let's see what you have at home. Let me work with what you already have. Let me try and help you to start implementing tiny shifts, tiny changes into your daily routine so that you can then learn, improve, and incorporate every single day. So that by the end of six months, a year, depending on how long a person needs to stay with me, you come away with all the tools and knowing what you need to do specifically for you. And in fact, I just got a, a nice testimonial today, which really warmed my heart. One of my former clients, she um, reached out today and she said, you know what? I'm down another 10 pounds. I didn't even come for weight loss to you, but you've given me all the tools and all the knowledge that now, even though I'm not a part of your program anymore, I have continued to lose weight, implement what you taught me, and I'm feeling the best I've ever felt in my life. And I was just like, this is why I do this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's so gratifying, isn't it, when, when that happens. Why, why did you why did you do further studies in cancer? What was it about cancer that attracted you? Oh, well, <laughs> this is a fun story. Um, it chose me. I didn't choose it. <laughs> so um, because I have pre-existing knowledge in microbiology and because of my really intense interest in microbiome, I have been applying for postdoctoral positions, which are the positions that you go for in research and academia after you've completed your PhD. And I was looking for nearby institutions here in Scotland. So I found a position in Edinburgh University and they were dealing with the cancer of the skin however due to my interest in gut health and nutrition and inflammation and how all this connects to each other my boss at that time gave me free hands to go and research the cancer of the gut and what triggers it and then the idea was to apply existing fda approved drugs to the gut model that I developed in order to see which ones help regression of that cancer. However, we never managed to complete it due to obviously the big events that happened all across the world. Mm -hmm. And um, I then decided to break up with research and continue my passion of educating people. So I went into teaching in higher education and am now a teaching fellow. And that is what I do. I educate students at the university on the importance of microbiome and how we can help ourselves to feed our health instead of our disease. Brilliant. Excellent. So you've ended up being a very practical help to a wider audience and to because it's a little bit of prevention. It's much easier to prevent something than it is to reverse something, isn't it? Absolutely. And I don't think people still realize that we have actually a lot of power in our own hands. We are, it is up to us whether we will be healthy or not. And not to blame anyone, not to put the blame in anyone's hands. Life happens. You know, sometimes a disease happens, you need to get antibiotics that wipes your entire gut out. And then it takes time to restructure things it takes time to rebalance it and if you don't know how if you don't know what you're needing to do to rebalance your gut health then what is going to happen is that 
you've got the goodies and the baddies, if I simplify, and the baddies are quite faster in growing than the goodies are. And of course, we tend to feed them a lot more through <laughs> imbalanced nutrition, not enough water, and so on and so forth. So they take over and they start producing signals in our gut that prevent the goodies to actually grow to their full potential and to create the safe and soothing environment in our gut that they're supposed to create. So it is really difficult to maintain that balance within us. And if you're not educated on the topic, if you don't know how to eat, what to eat, when to eat, and to even understand that with each decade as we age, we need to adjust our eating habits as well, then we are very, very likely to start developing certain problems, you know, that are usually caused by this low level inflammation that is happening in our gut and it's constantly present and it kind of manifests in tiredness, you know, low energy, that five coffees a day, <laughs> afternoon slump, headaches, and people are like, oh, I used to be able to do so many things and now I just can't. I'm like, well, have you looked at how you've eaten? Oh, I've always eaten like that. Well, that's the problem. Yes. You shouldn't be eating as you've always eaten. You yes. need to be adjusting things. You need to be changing because as we age, our body ages, we've got different needs. When we change environments, we've got different needs. So it is this constant balance. And this is what I do. I take my clients by their hand and I guide them through how to adjust, what to do, how to change, how to listen to their body and how to really know what their body is saying. Because so many people go and say, well, I'm just not hungry. So mm -hmm. I just eat one meal a day. And I'm like, I understand, but you're not hungry because you've trained your body not to eat. You've trained the bacteria in your gut that they will not be getting food for this many hours of the day. Therefore, they have reprogrammed your entire body to not produce the hunger hormones, to not produce many things because they're waiting for the nutrients. So there's just so many things, you know, that I can talk about, but it does come down to the individual, to their need, to how their body works, and also how far in their chronic condition they actually are. Mm, that, that makes such a difference. I, I, I became known as the go-to lady to help people reverse stage four cancer way, way back because I had stage four cancer, which I beat in three months and um, eight years ago, plus other, other things. And um, it's just so, thank you. It's just so um, heartbreaking when you know people find help too little too late and you know I, I, I work now with more in corporate and um, I sort of still help individuals but not so much the the, the chronic um, the really like stage fours I had a I had a run of those and of course we lose people as well I lost a client on Saturday night who passed um, but we kept him going for another two years he had a brain tumor and we kept him going with a decent um, quality of life um, and he was sent home to die. I've got loads of stories like that. But unfortunately, event eventually, um, if it's too little, too late. But I've also got some lovely stories of reversal, including my own. So there's there's fours and against, but I didn't want to be in that world constantly. So my other key thing is behaviour. 
and I concentrate on how our behaviour affects our health and what people can do about it. So we can preempt, preempt the um, the inevitable by showing people how their behaviour is is getting them into trouble, but also how their behaviour can help them. Yeah, I fully agree. I think too many people think at one look at one thing and they just think isolations. Say, for mm -hmm. example, you've got a brain tumour. It must be something wrong with your brain. Mm -hmm. it, it's not that, you know, our bodies all interconnected. Uh, we are, our brain's connected to our gut, is connected to the blood, connected to other organs. Everything's connected. Our environment, the way that we respond to our environment, like you say, behavior, that triggers the cascade of signals inside of our body now as you notice i go <laughs> i go through the physical quite a lot because that just makes sense in my body but for example a lot of people talk about mental and they talk about stress and people talk about stress as a mental thing but actually stress is a very physical thing <laughs> when when that stress gets translated in these signals inside of our body in the stress hormones that then produce extra kind of you can imagine it like a war zone inside of your body. You can imagine how your body, how the cells feel in that war zone. You know, no one's happy in that situation. So when a person goes to the doctor and the doctor says, well, you need to manage stress and they come back really angry. Like, why are you angry? The doctor gave you advice. You do need to manage stress, you know? It's just that it, it would be good for them to, to give you the how as well. Mm -hmm. But the mental, the environment, our behaviors, how we respond to things, our mindset, our nutrition, our exercise, all of these factors contribute to our physical and mental health. And it's quite an interesting statistics. I think between 95 to 97% of cancers are actually lifestyle related. And that's yeah. a shocking number. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I, I, I quote that figure as well. Um, and it's the same figure that diets don't work 97% of the time. That's why you have dieting clubs and you people yo-yo and they go back to the club. It's still there because uh, it doesn't work including my own story that is that is how I ended up in being a nutrition coach in the first place because I went through all the diets and torturing myself and uh, feelings on inadequacy uh, shame so many other things because I was just not able to lose any weight I was overweight my entire life and then I've met a health coach who then guided me not just through nutrition but also mindset and other aspect of life they were talking about nutrients not calories and then suddenly things shifted and I lost four stone of weight which is 55 pounds for those who don't know the stones here you've got this here in the UK it's weird for me as well <laughs> but I managed to lose 55 pounds and kept it off for 15 years now and if you told me that 15 years ago I would not have believed you because I've literally tried everything you know from intermittent fasting to keto to low carb to apple cider vinegar <laughs> diets so many different things but that doesn't work because it's a short-term behavior and then as soon as you think that that behavior is going to stop at some point you're going to go back to your old ways we need to work together to create mindset shifts 
and create new habits that are going to serve you on the long run. And that's why that client, former client of mine said today, she said, thank you for giving me the tools that I can now use for the rest of my life to keep myself healthy. And that's the important part that you and I are doing with people that we coach. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. I, I don't class myself as a coach. I class myself as a mentor because I've been there, done that. And coaching to me is more of a process and I'm not a process person. I'm a kind of lead by example, experience kind of kind of person, hence the mentor. Um, but I've got clients who have, have done very well indeed. And they now just say, well, thank you for changing my life in the ways that is so positive because I eat less, but I know I'm getting more nutrition and I've lost weight and I've got more energy and all the rest of it and taken years off of me, you know, physically, visually, um, people say how much younger, you know, they look and so on. And it's just, it's health from the inside out, isn't it? Absolutely. So much money is spent on a daily basis by women all across the world on concealers and other makeup and everything to hide the symptoms of poor health and I'm I keep shouting out loud how incredible would it be if we transferred that money into the right type of nutrition and exercise and and water hydration and encourage that transformation inside out and that is one of the frequent questions that I get from people around me even if they're not my clients how does your skin look so incredible how does your skin just glow and it's so healthy and plumpy and my answer is always the same it's because I take care of my gut really yeah me too exactly yeah yeah so I, I don't spend a lot of money on cosmetics. The only thing I've got is my lipsticks. I love lipsticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have anything. Um, coconut oil uh, is my, my go-to. Um, so there you go. Okay, so how do people get hold of you, Monica? Oh, well, that's a simple one. I am everywhere. So if you Google my name, Dr. Monica Gostich, you will find me honestly it's just gonna throw everything out now the only problem that people have is that they spell my name right uh, wrong <laughs> so i'm a monica with a k so think about eastern european monica with a k g-o-s-t-i-c so dr monica gostich as soon as you pop this into google you will find everything from my website to my linkedin to my other social media platforms and i just i hang out there quite a lot so yeah feel free to book a call that 15 minute discovery call to see whether i can you know support you in any way um i can point you towards some free material that i have i've got a blog as well that i write this month i've been focusing so much on fibromyalgia so if you do struggle with fibromyalgia go to my social media accounts and you'll see a lot of posts on that topic and uh, next month it's going to be all about the psoriasis so if you're interested in how to improve your chronic condition then give me a follow and you're gonna be getting lots of value brilliant thank you and perhaps you'll come and speak to our friday health club members as well sometime that would be lovely i'd love that i could speak about that all the time so as soon as i get the opportunity i am all over it (laughs) 
Brilliant. I'll connect with you and, and send you the link to book in. That's fabulous. So, Dr. Monica Gostich, thank you so much for your time today. It's been really interesting and um, hopefully the listeners will benefit from some of the golden nuggets that you shared that basically boils down to look after your gut, isn't it? And then the body, and the body will heal itself, won't it? Absolutely well. And if you don't know where to start, then please feel free to download one of my free recipes. Um, I also have three anti-inflammatory smoothies. So meaning that if you enjoy those smoothies, they will help reduce the inflammation in your body. And you can get them at smoothies.drmonikagostich.com. Absolutely free of charge. And it's a great way to start. And if you have any questions, my inbox is always open. Can you say that link again? Smoothies dot Dr. Monica Gostich, so all one word. Yeah. Dot com. Great. Okay, we'll put that in the show notes underneath. Thank you. Wonderful. Marvelous. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. It was nice to meet you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too, darling. <laughs>